and welcome to another episode of the Daily Red Podcast. I am your host, Bianca Wiley, arts enthusiast, performer and media creative. You will hear stories about the projects gracing the Queensland art scene and the artists' behind-the-scenes journeys. Sit back, relax and let's get into it. So today I'm joined by one of my favourite people to talk to in this industry in Brisbane, Alex Woodward, who is the producer and executive for Woodward Productions. And you have something really exciting coming up uh, next Monday, is it? Yeah, yeah. Which is the... Well, this Saturday, actually. This Saturday. Oh, even better. Sooner the better, right? Which is the Sherlock Holmes, the mystery of Valkyrie. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, the mystery of the Valkyrie. Yes, yes, indeed. Fantastic. Now, Alex, your production company has been going for, what, five years? Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting because I myself have been producing music and shows and stuff since I, for a long time, <laughs> um, since like 15 years, but this company that I run now, which is kind of a theatre-based and music and musical-based company, yeah, six, six years, it kind of really kicked off after I finished university, so since like 2016. Fantastic. Now, this morning was your bump-in yeah. at QPAC, mm. and am I right in saying that this is your very first production to be held here at QPAC with your company? Well, it's our first production in the Playhouse, which is a massive, massive endeavour. I've been really lucky in the sense that I got to put on a concert with the incredible Caroline O'Connor in the Cremorne Theatre, and I did that in 2020, like the thick of COVID, with oh Sam goodness. Klingner from SK Entertainment, which was really, really special. And that was kind of a lucky experience because it was just like, because of COVID, there was random availability all of a sudden. <laughs> um, but getting into the Playhouse has been a dream of mine for years, for at least five years. So it feels, I definitely shed a, a happy tear this morning walking onto that stage. So. Absolutely. And what has the feeling been among the cast and the creatives involved this morning being here and actually seeing where you're going to put this production on? Well, today is like very early days. Like... We've only had our, kind of, our set builders in, our production manager and our stage management team. We have our sound designer here at the moment, but it's literally our lighting designer doesn't arrive till tonight, our director doesn't arrive till tonight, so it's kind of very much a sneak peek at what's kind of happening. Like the floor's only just gone down, <laughs> lights have only just gone up in the roof, so yeah, it's very exciting to see how things will start turning out. It's all happening. That's an exciting part about putting on the production, seeing all that month months and months going behind the scenes actually becoming a reality and being put into play so you can put on your play totally totally now this is a brand new work by michael fletcher how did you come upon the story and are you the first company to perform it um yeah so it's a brand new work basically in 2020 i reached out to michael because it was this unique time where there were lots of talented people kind of sitting around doing nothing and I reached out to Michael and I said, hey, I have this idea, I really want to do a Sherlock Holmes play, like, there hasn't been a professional Sherlock Holmes play presented in my living memory in, in Australia, and I think we could do a really good job of it. <laughs> and, you know, Michael has such an illustrious history with wonderful adaptions, so I knew he'd be the perfect person. And the story itself is kind of, we've taken because Conan Doyle wrote so many Sherlock Holmes stories. We've kind of taken some of the best bits of seven or eight of them and we've made it into one overarching kind of big story. So it'll be interesting, like the people who are Sherlock Holmes fans will come along and they'll they'll hear and they'll see things they recognise, but there's also some original stuff 
put in as well. So there'll be some twists and turns that maybe they won't expect. Fantastic. So is this an Australian premiere yeah, as well? Well oh. premiere. Yeah, yeah, it's a brand new show. Incredible. Yeah. Love that. Now, Sherlock Holmes has really had a bit of a, a revival and it's also targeted more towards youth, that revival, because of the Netflix two movie success, mm-hmm. huge success of mm-hmm. movies, Enola Holmes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you expecting you'll get some younger audiences coming along as well, or do you think there'll be more of those people that have grown up with Sherlock Holmes? I think a bit of A and a bit of B. Like, I think the traditional theatre audience is generally older, and I think we will have a lot of those people coming. But I'm very, you know, when we decided to do this show, I'm very passionate about creating what I call gateway theatre, which is theatre that gets a younger audience in. And I was conscious of wanting to do that with this show. And I'm hopeful that we will. Well, I can't wait to see it. And I'm a youth myself, a youngling. (laughs) So I'll be coming along, of course. Now, another show was actually added on the Sunday due to popular demand. How did you know that another show was de- uh, needed? Did you see it through the ticket sales that they were just going crazy? Yeah. Lots of people were talking about it. Basically, it's been really interesting. This last month, like we've just had tickets flying out the door. We didn't actually anticipate ever putting an extra show on. Just kind of happened, and I'm very grateful. It's been a long journey. This show, like, and an expensive journey. We were the show was actually meant to go on last year. Um, right. But we were flooded out in the Brisbane floods. Yeah, we were oh, in our. Goodness fourth week of rehearsals when we found out that the Playhouse was out of action mm. and that kind of um, yeah that, that was pretty devastating it was very hard so, and it was very expensive so to be in a position where we can put an extra show on just helps in many ways and Absolutely. very grateful yeah. can you tell me a little bit more about what that was like? like how did you you know manage that how long had you been rehearsing for it and already planning it behind the scenes so you said four weeks of rehearsals yeah. but obviously there's months and months, months that go months on behind months. the scenes and like this this show has been kind of we've been developing it and writing it since 2020 so it's taken kind of from early to mid 2020 until march 2023 so it's taken a time <laughs> it's taken a time Sometimes that also means you get to develop it more, especially, and you grow with the story. Oh, definitely. Have you seen it being now close to going live on stage? Seen the actual play start to change a little bit from what yeah. your original yeah, vision of course, was? Yeah, of course. It's been really interesting. Like, when we first did a development, there was five actors in a room, all reading kind of like a handful of scenes, deciding what is this show, what's it going to be, etc. And from that day compared to today, it's just worlds apart. Like, and it's become bigger and bigger and more exciting. And you know, I've got this amazing creative team on board, and um, yeah, it's going to be really spectacular. And of course, like, I think the thing is with every new work, there's a bunch of stuff you don't know until it's in front of an audience. Mm. So I think when that those first audiences are in, we're going to realise a lot of stuff about the show and figure out how to make it even better soon after. Sure. I always find first night of a show very interesting. Yeah. I know when I was in productions, first night was always kind of like the trial night. It didn't always go perfectly, but it was usually quite well received because people were very excited to, you know, this is the first show, so we were the lucky ones that got first dibs kind of thing. Totally. Yeah. Now, what makes the story and the production unique? And maybe even a little bit different from some of the other Sherlock Holmes stories that people may be used to. Well, 
I suppose because it's a new work, it's a brand new work, it is like been, I suppose in a way it's an adaption, but it's also a new play. So it is very similar in some ways to parts of the books, but in some ways it's very different. Um, yeah, I guess people have to just come see and give their own opinion. Did you enjoy Sherlock as a kid? Did yeah. you used to be a little bit adventurous and like a little detective? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, it's been great rereading the books and all that. It's something we haven't done in a long time. And it's been very enjoyable. I always loved the Cumberbatch TV series. That was okay. really wonderful. And yeah, just finding ways that we can present Sherlock's brain and the way he works on stage has been really exciting. What was your vision for like your leading man and has the person you've chosen for that role sort of fit that character description? Yeah, and I mean it's really interesting like Sherlock Holmes, the character has been played by so many different actors over time. There's no real right fit. There's so many different ways the character can be played. Um, but Eugene's fabulous and he's going to be amazing. So, yeah. yeah, it's great. Um, it's interesting to think about characters and we're seeing a little, it a lot now in things like Disney movies where a lot of people are very used to the cartoon version that they grew up with yeah. but we're actually seeing with diversity and more First Nations people and people of colour and diverse communities actually being represented in the media and I yeah. think that's really great yeah. but a lot of that is changing as yeah. like Ariel now in the new film isn't that traditional yeah. redhead and that's exciting it's a new chapter for yeah. the industry yeah. totally, totally. And what are some of the things that you're excited for? Do you love your sets? Is it any special effects that are going in? What can you tell me? <laughs> Look, I'm, you know, our video designer, Craig Wilkinson from Optical Block, he's been on board the project since day one. And I always knew that the video design would be an essential part of this show. So that's one thing I'm very excited for. But I'm also excited for the... We wanted to create a play that was cinematic. So like the sound and composition in the piece is really exciting. It's an incredible group of actors, the set's beautiful, Cosies are beautiful, like, it just, it really does feel, like, simpatico how much everything's come together. Mm, absolutely. Now, you love music, you used to do a lot of musicals as well. What is the soundtrack like? Have you developed something to work kind of like yeah. that mystery, like, yeah. dun dun dun, <laughs> kind of feeling? Um, yeah, so Phil Slade, the composer, has been divine. He's created this whole kind of symphony of sounds and songs to underscore the entire play and I think it really helps set the mood and the tone of the piece. I think it's going to be, yeah, a real game changer. Yeah, absolutely. Now, tell me a little, a little bit more about your cast. Mm -hmm. How did you find them? What, is, what has it been like just watching them develop? Yeah. Do they get on well with each other? Yes, has there been yeah, any issues? Course. No, 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 not at all. I mean, like, the cast is just some of Brisbane's, Queensland's, Australia's best actors who just happen to live here in Brisbane. And it's really interesting because everyone in the cast has pretty much worked with at least a couple of other people in the cast, and lots of them have worked with Michael, the director, before. And we basically just wanted to get together some of the best in the beers here in Brisbane, and that's what we have, and I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, 
absolutely. Yes. Now, I always like to talk a little bit about the future of Brisbane. Mm -hmm. You've just said you have some incredible creatives in the show, and I yeah. agree with you. Brisbane has lots of talent. What do you think is going to be the future of the Brisbane art scene, especially as the Olympics come closer yeah. and we're seeing more and more big productions like Hamilton, even Lin-Manuel Miranda was here yesterday and we yeah. keep discussing how we're a little bit jealous that everyone <laughs> else got to be in the room. <laughs> I think it's so interesting, like when I turned 18, it felt like there was nothing really happening here, whereas now it feels like Brisbane's really popping off and it's kind of set to be one of the most exciting cities, arts and with its arts and cultural programs. It's just going to be interesting to watch the city grow over the next 10 years, especially with you know the new theatre going in at Q Park. And, yeah, mm. yeah. Absolutely. It's a forever changing city. It's growing. We're seeing a lot of cranes going up as well, which yeah, means yeah. there's more development. Yeah. Now, after this season of um, Sherlock Holmes, do you have anything else planned for the year? I mean, it's a very naughty Christmas yes, making a, a comeback. Naughty, yeah, a very naughty Christmas will definitely make a comeback. Um, and some other little secret things in the pipeline. Time will tell. Time will tell. Nothing that I can announce or speak to yet. So. Well, I know you have to get right back to yes. chasing up your class <laughs> and all your sound directors working today. But thank you so much for making the time to talk to me, Alex. It's Thanks always a pleasure. Oh my God, anytime. Bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Daily Red Podcast. You can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok for more. And we'll be with you again soon. Bye.